Hello, and welcome to another episode of Conscious Healing with Randall Wegener. Blessings to all of you. Hopefully you're having a, a beautiful journey. I hope you're learning to simplify your lives a little bit and have more fun. Today's episode is about who are you? And at its most deep and profound level, who are you? And this is not anything outside of you, external. So it's, you're not <clears throat> a man or a woman. You are not um, a husband, a wife, a child, a, you know, employee. You're none of that. You're all of that. I'm sorry. You're all of that. But that's the illusionary part. But the eternal part is who are you at a core, a soul level, the core level of your being? Who is that being? And why have you chosen to in, embody the body you have, the, the life you've chosen with the people you've chosen? You know, because it's a conscious experience when we reincarnate back into physical form. We, we choose all of those aspects. We choose our, what experience we need to have because based on past karma, on the evolution of our soul, we, when we're in the spirit realm, <coughs> deciding to reincarnate back into form, we then, you know, look at what lessons do I need to learn on my karmic journey for that evolution. We choose an appropriate family, an appropriate life, and we reincarnate. So the experiences we're all having are, are chosen experiences for some level. You know, there's, <coughs> excuse me, um, there's so many levels to our existence and you know most people are just looking at things in a more superficial level on a more superficial level you know we're looking at you know our aches and our pains and what bills do we have to pay and those kind of things you know our day-to-day -day activities um, those more of the superficial stuff and then like I said we've got you know, different levels of karma. We have, you know, our own personal karma on our journey, which is bumping up against everybody else's karma. We also have ancestral karma also, of the lineage of ancestors that we've been born into and, you know, through the lineage. So there's, there's so many different levels that are all kind of tangling together. So it's kind of amazing that any of us can sur survive life at any sane level. But having an awareness that there's so many so many different factors playing a role you know there's also the astrology levels of when you were born what's going on with the planets and the stars and stuff at different times and so there's a lot of a lot of pulls energetically on us um in life so it's about trying to find that balance with all these different forces that are you know aligned and then you know, you've got the dark forces that are always pulling against us also. So finding that balance. So <clears throat> for who are you, it's, again, knowing that, that deep soul and being able to understand who we truly are at the deepest core level is divine awareness. We're just the awareness of divine love. We can't be anything more than awareness at a soul level. We have the vibrational frequency <clears throat> of every experience we've had in every lifetime. 
that we can draw from as a reservoir of not only benefits to help us through this life, but also obstacles that we have to heal from past lives. So um, we have all of that kind of karmic consciousness that we have to deal with also as we're dancing. So finding a way of, of looking at things in that state of awareness and saying, ah, okay, what does this look like? What does this feel like? Am I creating more bad karma by having this experience? Or am I burning off some of my old karma? Am I healing from it? You know, there's many different levels or beliefs, I should say, about <clears throat> karma and how you get rid of it or if you do. And um, so there's many, many beliefs on that. So I'm by far not an expert. So just find a belief that works for you on your understanding of what karma means to you. Um, that's most important. And, you know, with everything in this journey in our life, you know, learn to come to an understanding of what things mean for you specifically in your life because you're unique. No two people see life the same way. <clears throat> Based on all the historical data you've gathered within your lifetime of living in this lifetime and all past lifetimes creates your perception of how you see every experience you have. So, you can have, you know, two siblings growing up in the same house and they can perceive the same experience in different ways because they have different filters of how they look at all of life's experiences. And so you have to understand that also because we get so quick to, to judge others and, you know, why can't you see it the way I see it? Isn't this the way it is? No, everybody sees things slightly different. No two people have the exact same perception of something. I mean, it can visually look the same, but what that, how that's translated in our mind is based on the historical data we've created um, through our journey of life. <clears throat> Emotional, mental, all kinds of different levels come into play with this. So learning to stay in that state of awareness, of observing what are my thoughts? What are my thought patterns? You know, I've talked about this in other podcasts about, you know, understanding your thinking patterns. You know, a dear friend of mine always used to saying, for whom are these thoughts for? Sometimes we have random thoughts, voices in our head. And, you know, maybe it's not even for us. It's just other chatter that's going on. You know, we have to learn to not take every thought and give it so much power to be able to sit back and witness some of the thoughts and allow some thoughts to be random thoughts that just come through our space and keep going. We don't have to hold on or empower all of the thoughts that we have. So, <coughs> excuse me, to, to be clear on understanding, you know, our thinking, our, our, our thought patterns, our perception of life, um, you know, again, whether is it positive, is it negative, you know, are we having fun, not having fun, you know, different things like that. But all of that affects how we see ourselves. And again, this is on the illusionary plane, <coughs> excuse me, superficial plane to, you know, knowing who you are is what I said, is loving awareness. So all this other stuff, is understanding how do you exist in the third dimensional reality that we are in. And so understanding all these other patterns will help you understand how to exist in this body, in this life, at this time, in a more efficient and more 
harmonious way. Um, and so there's the knowing you at the soul. There's the knowing you that's the human being, uh, the mental, emotional aspects, the physical aspects. And so having a deep understanding of all of that, because there's a direct relationship, the spiritual, the mental, emotional, and the physical. And so understanding, you know, for you know, some people like myself, I have specific holding patterns in my body that I study and try to understand why am I holding these muscles more than other muscles? Why is my posture this instead of something else? And all of that teaches me aspects of what am I holding on to? What am I guarding? You know, where's the imbalance in my life? And so different things like that, you know, right and left body split. Right side is masculine, left side is feminine. So sometimes we have issues in our own perception of ourselves and we will manifest that in the physical form. So <clears throat> for some, <coughs> excuse me, a lot of congestion today. I apologize for, um, you know, a lot of my patients, uh, several women that have a lot of um, issues with men. I've had bad issues or uncomfortable issues with men. And so they have a lot of pain and discomfort on the whole right side of their body. Muscles will be more contracted, um, injuries more prone on that side. Um, and vice versa, if people have issues with the feminine side, it'll manifest more on the left side of the body. So there's, you know, all kinds of, of ways of our perception of our life then creates part of the physical form that we exist in. The physical form we exist in then also takes on a certain emotional, mental perception of life also. You know, if you stand in front of the mirror and hold different postures, you know, you hold your shoulders back and just stick your chest out. I mean, you almost feel like this tougher guy, you almost have the tougher person, you have this attitude like, bring it on, bring life on. But if your shoulders are rolled forward and your chest really sunken, you just feel sad. There's kind of this sadness that kicks over your body, just taking that body posture. So having that understanding that there's a relationship. And so look at your emotional state and look at your physical state and say, you know, how are they interacting? What, you know, which is feeding which and dominating and how I feel? And then assume a normal, healthy, balanced body posture and then see what that feels like and gravitate more toward that center balance with that. And so you're getting to know who you are in your physical body and your mental emotional and seeing how there's a constant interaction between the two um, in creating our existence. You know, just people that have a lot of stress in their life all the time and <clears throat> a lot of fear in their life also, they create a lot of cancers in their body. And so knowing that, again, this is a perception of not understanding who they are which creates life to be a much more stressful experience, which then allows the manifestation of diseases of different sorts. So again, understanding this relationship of finding balance. Again, as I keep saying, and I'm sure you're tired of hearing it, it all goes back to being present in the present moment in a state of non-judgment, in a state of awareness. That is the key to finding a, a healthy, balanced life. And, you know, it's it's not that you get to that place and then all of a sudden you've achieved it and you'll just stay there. It's a constant dance to be able to understand what it's like to exist at that place in, in that way. 
because there's one, most of our life we've been programmed to do something completely different than that. It's going to feel completely foreign to us to exist in that kind of state of peace and conscious awareness because we're taught to be doers, not beers. And so being in the present moment, it's a state of just being. You're allowing all these things and being present with all these things to take place around you. You know, your work and doing things, you know, like you normally would be. But there's a sense of awareness and presence in all that you're doing, not a sense of intellect and stress and rush and trying to make things happen. You're energetically allowing this experience to manifest, which is manifesting in physical movements and things taking place and words and thoughts and stuff. Instead of just being so caught up in the structure of have to do certain things in a certain way and, you know, this robotic type stuff. No, no, no. You you need to make sure that we understand that if you come from an intuitive place of consciousness and spirituality, it's all much easier. It's, you know, much simpler just to go with the flow instead of trying to create the experience. You're just allowing the experience to be. (laughs) So that's kind of a... Um, an overview of the mental em- emotional perceptions of of life and you know again the the masculine feminine of trying to you know exist in this world with all of us have both masculine and feminine qualities yin and yang qualities and so depending on what situation we're in depending where we are there's going to be kind of a a dance back and forth of which energy is more present at different times and you know, people that get really stuck and rigid in one or the other also can create an imbalance and create problems. And so, you know, know that all everything is about understanding what you do with your chi, your energy. How how do you move it? Are you blocking it with your mind in certain ways, creating pathology or obstacles in life, or is your chi flowing smoothly? Is your breath flowing in and out with ease, which allows the blood to move with ease, the muscles to relax and flow with movements with ease? Ah, With inhales and exhales, it allows the mind to be at peace. Everything seems to quiet down with the breath. That allows you to move the chi and allow the chi to be moved in a much more harmonious, simplistic way. It's not us manipulating the chi. It's us riding and surfing the the waves of the chi through life as we help direct it and mold it. But we don't over control it and manipulate it. And we don't completely surrender and have no participation in it either. There's definitely an involvement and understanding of what you do with your energy, your chi, your physical body chi your mental emotional perception chi you project chi you know if you think intensely about somebody you're projecting the chi from your mind to that person i've said before you know you perceive somebody as being bad or sick then they stay that way if you perceive them as light and healthy then they can become that so be very clear on how you project your 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 thoughts um, be clear on who you are and why you're thinking these thoughts and what you're doing with them. So what you're doing with your chi. <clears throat> and, you know, understanding that 
this journey is about setting ourselves free from ourselves at some level. You know, we, again, are so caught up in these rigid thought patterns and belief patterns that we've been indoctrinated with in this, in our different cultures. And, you know, it, it creates this rigid kind of cloak around us that it kind of inhibits some of our, the smooth flow of chi in life. But if we find a way of living in harmony with, with all existence, so... You know, as the seasons change, we change. There's certain aspects of our physical, mental, emotional experience <coughs> excuse me, that's different with the different seasons we have. So understanding that, understanding different situations, how we react, um, different foods, different people, but allow it to just flow in this harmonious ebb and flow of of chi not with such rigidness there are entities of darkness that we have to put up our boundaries just circle ourselves with the white light of divine create a barrier that way the the darkness the demonic entities evil energy can't enter your space because you're you're completely circled and protected with white light the only thing that can pass through white light is love Divine love can pass back and forth, but darkness can't. So if you get afraid, circle yourself in a little bubble shell of white light and protection and, and breathe and just listen to the divine to guide you. So finding that peace and harmony with the physical body, with the mental, emotional body, and to be able to understand how to move your chi, because it's all about setting yourself free from yourself, from those thought patterns, the physical um, patterns of different things you do in your life that take you away from remembering you are a, a divine being, that you're just divine awareness. So that's always our goal to, to get back to that place. So remember to do that, to just always evaluate, who am I? <clears throat> you know, when you... Just study your patterns, study how your mind works, how your body works, and all of that will teach you who you are. There isn't a right or a wrong answer to who you are. There's not a, a certain, you're supposed to be a certain way. No, not at all. Be the most unique and most beautiful and wonderful entity that you've come into. Because remember, your, your mental, emotional, and physical experience is the animated manifestation of your soul. So... Have fun with it. Play with it. Set your soul free. Then it allows your physical body, your mental, emotional body to be free to truly express who you are in the most pure and harmonious way possible. And it allows you to enjoy your life because now you're in peace and harmony with yourself. So therefore, you're not getting in your own way all the time, which eliminates most of the, the suffering. You know, it's the attractions to and the aversions from things in life that create most of our suffering so to be able to let go of the need for those attractions and aversions and just to stay in a state of awareness of of possibilities and always remember to stay with the breath and attract light and love and make sure that all your thoughts and all your words and beliefs and actions all line up with the divine light because that's what it's all about it's about creating a better place for us and future generations by knowing who we are 
And knowing who we are allows us to live an active life. Living an active life gives us that conscious ability to share love with others, to show loving actions and be an example of, of love to all of humanity. And again, it doesn't mean without <clears throat> pain and suffering and without obstacles, no. You can still have all of that and still exist in a com state of pure, complete love in helping and teaching others about love. Again, without a state of judgment, there's no state uh, of right and wrong. Good, there's a state of love. I mean, there are right and wrongs. Don't get me wrong with laws and rules and stuff like that. But you don't get stuck in having to judge every single thing that you experience at all times. Do I like this? Do I not like this? There's just an awareness of knowing who you are. So you already know right away. You look at something and you know, this is something I like. This is something I don't like. It, not because it's in a state of judgment. It's because it doesn't work with you. You know, so certain foods, ah, hot, spicy foods don't work well with me. Nice, fresh, organic things work well with me. So I don't judge the other stuff because it's wonderful for other people. I just know that it's not harmonious with my vibration, so therefore I choose not to make it part of my experience. So that's how you can exist in this experience of life with non-judgment, of just understanding what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Knowing who you are, you understand. What foods work, what people work best, what climates, what you know, jobs, what intellect, what music, all that. Knowing who you are, you understand all of that. So it's very easy to move through space, avoid those things that don't work for you and attract the things that do work for you. Again, is the ebb and flow dance of life. So less rigidness, just open and expand to the fullest of your potential. And you know, that's a, a big you know, obstacle for a lot of people is most people never expand to the fullest of their potential in their life because they're afraid to. They're holding their energetic bodies into these small areas. They're afraid to be seen. They're afraid to be heard. They don't want to cause problems. You know, they just want to stay out of the way. So they hold their energy tight. But if you allow yourself to expand to the fullest of your divine potential of light, then that allows everybody to start healing and allows it to be easier to move through time and space because it's going to be more filled with light. You know, sure, there's definitely situations that you go into where you can't show your full light just because there's situations where we have to experience in life that have a lot of darkness that we still have to navigate through, still being ourselves with the greatest of integrity, <laughs> but not allowing, not allowing the darkness to affect us. We still stay in the light, but we can't have our light really bright because darkness will then come very strong to try to put out that light. We just hide it, protect it, and we move through the space that we need to until we can get to a safe space where we can allow our full light to expand to its fullest brightness and potential, our vibration to be its fullest potential. Doesn't mean we're in fear in those times where we pull our energy tight. We're just in an awareness of, holding, of what's going on with our chi. We're keeping our chi close because that's where it's safest, and we move through space that way. When it's safer to expand our chi, we expand our chi. 
We just always are aware of the space around us. So when we know, so we always know when to expand, when to contract, how to move and dance through life of all of its different experiences. So again, that's knowing who you are. So that's why in the beginning, who are you? <clears throat> These are really important questions to ask. And one fun question is just looking in the mirror and staring in your left eye and just ask the question over and over, who are, who am I, who am I, who am I, over and over, and really start looking at what does that question mean? You know, what does defining you mean? <laughs> are you really attached to the external definition of who you are, or are you open to an internal definition of who you are, of a, a deeper, more profound understanding and meaning of who you are? Um, you know, either is is wonderful. Again, there's not everybody's expected to do the exact same thing. Not everybody is expected to discipline and devote their whole life to spiritual journey. Everybody's here for a different experience. Again, non-judgment. <clears throat> Just not do not inflict harm or negative energy on others. Always allow others to be themselves and stay out of the way if they desire to be like that. But don't inflict harm on or suffering on any other life force at all. Um, that's, that's where obstacles start coming into play. So just, <laughs> I'm sorry for the congestion today. Just stay, you know, stay harmonious with who you are and, and continue to take the time to look at yourself and decide, you know, who are you? And again, what are my patterns of my th thoughts? What are my actions in my body? How do I stand? Do I slump? Do, you know, lean forward when I walk? Do I stand with proper posture? Am I, you know, knees open and pelvis aligned so I can stand properly? Or, you know, just be aware how you exist in your physical body, how you exist in your mental, emotional world and how you exist in your spiritual world. Just be aware of what the experience is. Don't stay in the unconscious robotic mode of just going through motions day in and day out and waiting for time to pass. You know, don't exist just waiting to die. Live to live. Exist to live and thrive and learn every day what a beautiful experience it is to be alive and what a wonderful experience it is to be you. And be the best you that you can possibly be. But it all starts with knowing who you are. So be willing to ask that question. So thank you very much for listening to another episode of Conscious Healing with Randall Wegener. I appreciate it so much. <clears throat> and again, I love all of you very much um, from the deepest place in my heart. And I am very thankful um, that all of you are there and all of you are helping to heal this planet and heal humanity's consciousness as a whole. And you always feel free to email me at ConsciousHealingRW at gmail.com if you have any questions or comments. So until next time, enjoy being you. Thank you for being you and enjoy being you. Blessings to all of you. Goodbye.